Countries made a historic deal at a global climate summit. That is where we're starting today on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Wednesday, December 13th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. An agreement was adopted at COP28 this morning after weeks of contentious talks in Dubai. It calls on countries to start, quote, transitioning away from fossil fuels and energy systems in a just, orderly and equitable manner. That particular language is unprecedented. A deal has never before said nations should specifically curb the use of fossil fuels in the U.N. summit's nearly 30 year history. Fossil fuels are the single greatest contributors to the planet's warming. And they were a sore subject at this year's summit, which was hosted by the oil and gas producing United Arab Emirates. Smaller, low-lying island nations vulnerable to climate change were at odds with more powerful polluting nations. But the chief global goal of the text is to achieve carbon neutrality by 2050. And the world doesn't have time to waste. A new report said that this past summer was the hottest on record in the Arctic. It's actually warming nearly four times faster than any other location on the planet. At number two today, President Biden criticized Israel's conduct in its war against Hamas yesterday. In off-camera remarks at a fundraiser in Washington, Biden said that the indiscriminate bombing in the Gaza Strip is costing Israel global support. It's some of Biden's sharpest criticism yet, and it suggests that Israel's closest ally and biggest donor is souring on a campaign that has killed thousands of Palestinians and sparked a humanitarian catastrophe in Gaza. U.S. officials have continued to push for another pause in fighting to release Israeli hostages and deliver more aid to Gaza. But yesterday, the U.S. was one of just a handful of nations that opposed the U.N. resolution calling for a ceasefire. And in related news, the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security issued a warning yesterday of potential dangers to public safety in the U.S. stemming from the war. Number three, the House will vote on an impeachment inquiry against President Biden today. If it passes, the vote would formally authorize the impeachment inquiry, which began in September. That could strengthen the powers of House Republicans to investigate the Biden family's finances, and it could put them on stronger legal footing for any court challenges related to their investigation. Republican lawmakers have been investigating whether Biden financially benefited from his son Hunter's foreign investment deals, but they have so far failed to prove their claims. Yesterday, California Democratic Congressman Pete Aguilar criticized the effort by Republicans. The vote this week is the culmination of the extreme MAGA Republican year-long agenda exacting political retribution on behalf of Donald Trump. It's painfully obvious that they are trying to hurt President Biden politically to help President Trump get reelected and distract from the fact that they have accomplished nothing. Actor Andre Brower died on Monday. That's number four. Brower was an Emmy Award winning actor who trained at Stanford and Juilliard. We'll remember him as the strict and taciturn Captain Raymond Holt in the beloved comedy Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He also starred as a detective in the 1990s drama Homicide, Life on the Street. 
Brower's talent agency confirmed his death yesterday. His publicist said he had a brief illness. He was 61. At number five, COVID and flu cases are rising ahead of the holidays. Emergency room visits for COVID-19, flu, and RSV are collectively reaching their highest levels since February. But hospitals are not as overwhelmed as last year when a triple threat of viruses strained capacity. The good news is that this is the first respiratory virus season where some Americans can be immunized against all three major pathogens. For the first time, all newborns and adults older than 60 can receive RSV shots, and an updated coronavirus vaccine targeting the latest variants is available. The CDC recommends getting vaccinated and ordering free at-home COVID tests ahead of the holidays. And you should stay on top of the usual precautions, like hand washing, opening windows for ventilation, and wearing a mask. Number six. Netflix reveals what people are really watching. Yesterday, the company released its first engagement report. It gave us our most comprehensive look so far at Netflix viewership data. The report said the Netflix original, The Night Agent, was the most watched show between January and June of this year. And The Mother, starring Jennifer Lopez, was the most watched movie. Now, obviously, it's interesting to know what people are watching, but it's also an important step for Netflix. The company has faced criticism for a lack of transparency about its viewership data for a while now. Actors and writers raised the issue during the Hollywood strikes. Netflix said it'll share new versions of the report every six months as a part of a broader move to be more transparent. And at number seven, the best meteor shower of the year will light up the sky tonight. This is the annual Geminid shower, which puts on an amazing show every December. Tonight, meteors will burn up as they reach the Earth's outer atmosphere, creating colorful streaks of purple, green, and amber. Nearly everyone will get to see the show, regardless of where on the planet you live. But viewers in the Northern Hemisphere will get a better show and have to brace for colder weather. You could start to see shooting stars clearly around 10 p.m., but the best time to look up will be between midnight and 2 a.m. And if you're busy tonight, don't worry. The show will go on for over a week after tonight's peak. There will just be fewer meteors to see. That's the show for today. If you're looking to dive deeper into the news, you should check out our afternoon show. It's called Post Reports. You can hear my colleagues from around the newsroom digging in on exclusive reporting from The Post. Just search for Post Reports wherever you listen to podcasts and be sure to subscribe to the show. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow.